Welcome to Be Vividus, the podcast dedicated to all the taboo conversations surrounding reproductive health in all stages of life, from having a safe and satisfying sex life to menstruation, family planning, fertility, pregnancy, and beyond. Join the heartbeat behind Vividus, Heather, as we openly discuss how our bodies work, nutrition, mindset, and how we can authentically and uncompromisingly be full of life. Now on with the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this episode. We are going to be taking a dive into uh, contraception, uh, the different types of contraception, the risks, the pros, the cons, um, the options that you have, all that fun stuff. So whether you're considering hormonal birth control for the first time or you're simply curious about its different types and the effects, this episode is here to provide you with valuable insights and empower you to make informed decisions. Throughout the episode, we'll just explore the various types of contraception, how they work, their effective rates, the potential side effects. We'll also touch on the importance of consulting with your healthcare professional because all bodies are different and each one of us has our own needs and wants. So if you ever wondered about the differences between the birth control pills, the patches, the injections, the implants, the IUDs or inner uterine devices, uh, all the other different methods, that we will provide, or I will provide an overview of each method, highlight their advantages and potential considerations. Before I dive any further though, I wanna remind you that while contraceptions are effective at preventing pregnancy, they do, you do need to have additional protection against sexually transmitted infections or STIs. If you are sexually active and concerned with both contraception and STI prevention, you'll need to look at combining a contraceptive method with a barrier method. And we'll go into barrier methods in a little bit. I am one that I want to remind you that knowledge is power. I am training to be a fertility education and medical management trainer. And part of that is there are rights, women's rights that FEM stands for. And part of that is that women have the right to be informed participants in their own health care with the ability to make informed choices. Informed choice is a central component of health care and family planning. Informed choice means making a health decision after learning about and considering all the options and information available. To make informed, empowered decisions about your health, you need to understand how your body works. And a FEM education enables informed choice by providing individuals with information that is accurate, unbiased, complete, and comprehensible. So that's what I am providing you as a FEM instructor. Part of what I stand for and part of what I teach is accurate, unbiased, complete, and comprehensible information. And it is essential to make the choice that aligns with your individual needs and goals. This is why I'm giving you this information so you can make the choice that is best for you. So whether you're a curious listener, uh, someone you're who's seeking reliable information or simply looking to expand your understanding of reproductive health, get ready for an insightful journey through the world of contraception. So we're going to start. There are several different types of contraception and we will go into each type of contraception, the pros, the cons, um, health risks, that sort of thing. Typical use rate, uh, perfect use rate, discontinuation rate, that sort of thing throughout this episode. So the first one we're going to touch on is the short-term contraception. 
you're familiar, might be familiar with these. These, uh, you may have heard them as the pill, the mini pill. They're the injectables, um, the patch, and the ring. These hormonal contraceptions halt the, the ovulation cycle by providing constant low levels of synthetic hormones to suppress the natural hormonal activity within your body. These hormones inhibit follicular development, so they stop the eggs from developing into mature eggs for ovulation, and they prevent ovulation from happening. Secondarily, they thicken the cervical mucus, blocking the movement of sperm through the cervix. They thin out your endometrial lining, so that way it is a lot more difficult for a fertilized egg to implant and for pregnancy to continue. So one of the thing, one of the uh, methods in this short-term hormonal contraception is the pill or the mini pill. The regular com combined pill is a mix of estrogen and progestin. The mini pill is progestin only. With the pill, the last week of that pill, if there's a four-week pack or a 28-day pack, that last week is a placebo pill. These are, there are, those pills are sugar pills. There's zero hormones uh, in those pills. So when you shed the lining, when you see your period um, or bleeding on that fourth week, that is actually a breakthrough bleed. So just be aware that it is not a true period. It is just your body says, hey, there's no hormones in my system. It's going to shed that lining. So that is the, the those are the pills. And so we're going to go through and do a little bit of the typical use um, as well as the actual usage um, percentage rates for failure which was very, very eye-opening to me. Um, it, it just, it, it's, it's interesting how these work, but there is the 12 month, I'm going to give you a 12 month failure rate and the 12 month failure rate is there's the typical use, which is the average regular human being. And then there is the perfect rate, which is if you follow the directions exactly as they're written. Um, no deviations, no missing pills, no anything. So that's where you're going to get into the differences here between um, the failure rate of a typical failure rate, the perfect failure rate. And there's also going to be the 12 month dis discontinuation. And we're going to go into side effects. So we talked on the combination mini pill and the combination pill. In this category also is the combined transdermal patch. That's the patch that you wear. It is combined um, with estrogen as well as progestin. And then the combined vaginal ring. The patch, you place it on your skin and it is on there for, I believe, 28 days. And then it is replaced um, every as prescribed. So it's a wearable that you put on your body and you continue to wear it. The uh, combined vaginal ring is inserted 
and sits at the base of your cervix. Uh, the other short term in here is the, is the mini pill and then the combined injectable, which is estrogen and progestin, um, as well as the progestin only injectable preparation. So the failure rate, the typical 12 month failure rate. So the typical again is all humans, um, any human, it plays with into the factor of your misappell or it's inserted wrong or is placed on the body wrong. Um, place the human factor into that. And then the perfect rate is exactly as prescribed, precisely placed, no um, mistakes or imperfections. So with the combined oral contraceptive, the combined transdermal, the vaginal ring, and the progestin-only contraceptive mini pill all have a 12-month typical failure rate of 9%. The perfect use as exactly as prescribed, no mess-ups, no missed pills, no anything, uh, failure rate is 0.3%. The 12-month discontinuation rate, which means that after 12 months, this percentage of individuals stop taking this type of contraception is 33%. Some of the side effects of these uh, types of contraceptions include menstrual and bleeding irregularities or cessation of your menstruation, which means there's you have no period. Uh, there's nausea, headache, abdominal pain, abnormal bleeding, um, dizziness, breast tenderness, fatigue, increased weight gain, involuntary, uncontrollable emotional displays, um, vomiting, mood effect and anxiety disorders. We have some vaginal discomfort, breast pain, painful menstruation, abdominal pain, decreased libido, some less common but still common side effects that you need to be aware of are proliferation or the growth of abnormal cells in the cervix, breast and cervical cancer, blood clots, high blood pressure, gallbladder disease, liver function disturbances, tumors, hypersensitivity and allergies changes to glucose tolerance and insulin resistance, some skin reactions, uh, increased appetite, colon and liver disease, contact lens intolerances or complications, distortion of sense of taste, baldness, photosensitivity, high blood uh, pressure, um, excessive milk production. So you may start uh, leaking breast milk. Um, if you're wearing a vaginal ring, there could be your partner could have um, some reaction to on his his penis. Uh, so those are just some side effects of those types of short term con um, contraceptions. The combined injectable preparation and the progestin only injectable. 
Uh, it has a typical failure rate of less than a percent to 7%. And the 12 month failure rate for the progestin only is 3% for the typical, for the perfect, absolute perfect usage is under 1% for both of them. The 12 month discontinuation rate is, um, the combined is between 188 to 44% and the 12, the progestin only is a 44% discontinuation rate. So pretty high, uh, discontinuation rate after 12 months. Some side effects of these two of the injectables is cessation of menstruation. So your period could stop. There could be spotting. There could be uh, bleeding irregularity, gastrointestinal disturbances, nervous system disturbances, uh, weight gain, fatigue, anxiety, dep depression, hypertension, decreased lib libido, um, bloating. So just be aware of those side effects with, uh, with those. And then with the combined injectable, there is a failure related side effect and that is an inner uterine pregnancy. So that is a possibility with the inner uterine or the injectable, uh, inner uterine pregnancy with that. So we are going to go then to the IUDs. Um, these are more of the longer term IUDs again, have synthetic hormones, um, similar to the pill. Some options for this one are some, uh, side effects on this one. Let's see. We have the copper bearing inner uterine device, um, which has a typical failure rate of 0.8% and a perfect rating of 0 0.06 or 0.6%. 12 month discontinuation rate is 22%. So there is a procedure. You will need to go to your doctor's office to have this inserted. Some procedure related side effects is your body can, um, release this type of device as well as the, uh, as well as the, um, the other IUD. And that can increase your patient's risk um, of embedment in the muscular tissue of the uterus. It could actually uh, also hurt your damage your cervix. Uh, another issue with this is the uterine and cervical wall perforation, which means the IUD could puncture the uterine wall or the cervix uh, wall, and there could be fainting with the procedure. And that is the same with the IUD, the, um, Mirena. Some device related side effects for both the Mirena and the copper bearing IUD, the copper bearing IUD, just to differentiate between the two, the copper bearing is a non hormonal based copper is toxic to sperm. So it is a non hormonal based. IUD and can stay in our bodies for up to 10 years. Um, but it can still have, have these side effects where the, um, hormonal IUD, the Mirena has Levon or just gestal, um, which is a hormone in it that stops, uh, the periods and stops pregnancy from happening. 
So some device-related side effects of the IUDs. For copper, you've got the bleeding, um, and you got pain. Some other less common but common symptoms are anemia, backaches, painful menstruation, abdominal cramping, pain or difficult sexual intercourse, menstrual abnormalities, pelvic inflammatory disease, allergic skin reactions, um, more vaginal bacterial infections. With the Mirena or the hormonal based, that has the failure rate of 0.2% for both the typical and the perfect and a 24% discontinuation rate. With that one, some of the device side effects are uterine and vaginal bleeding alterations, uh, a stopping of your periods, uh, mid-cycle bleeding, abdominal pelvic pain, ovarian cysts, headaches and migraines, acne, heavy menstrual bleeding, breast tenderness, vaginal discharge. You can also um, see some, again, vaginal bacterial infections weight increase to decrease libido, a cervical infection, hypertension, baldness, skin disorders, uh, hair growth in places that are unusual for those assigned female at birth. Uh, some failure related side effects for both of these include interuterine pregnancy, um, septic, septic shock, premature labor, uh, device removal, um, and ectopic pregnancies are both common for these IUDs. Another long-term is the Depo-Provera shot. It has a typical failure rate of 6%, and it, it when perfectly, 100% used correctly and administered correctly, is 0.2%, 44% 12-month discontinuation rate. So just be aware that that is, uh, where's with that, there is usually the side effects is cessation of menstruation. So your period can stop. 55% see that at, within 12 months, 68% see that within 24 months. Uh, irregular bleeding is another one, increased weight, uh, nervousness, dizziness, fatigue, leg cramps, with this type of contraception, it can take a long time for fertility to return. Your return to fertility, this is the only one that I have that actually has this timetable of return to fertility. There, 68% may conceive within 12 months of the last injection with the Depo-Provera. 83% may conceive within 15 months of the last injection. 93% may conceive within 18 months from the last injection with Depo-Provera. So just be aware that it can take, this is, this is one of those that the contraceptions that once it stops, it will take considerable amount of time for your fertility to return. Unlike some of the other uh, methods that have been mentioned, some you can return to fertility within a month. Some takes a few months. Uh, most take about three to six months, depending on what the issues were. If you had any 
health issues prior to going on contraception. If those aren't addressed while on contraception, it could take a little bit longer for your body to readjust and find those root causes. Another long-term contraception is the subdermal implant that has a failure, 12 month failure rate, both typical and perfect of 0.05% and 16% 12 month discontinuation rate. Some procedure related side effects include insertion pain, um, some swelling, scarring, some infection, insertion failure, um, device related side effects, headache, vaginal infections, weight gain, uh, sore throat, inflammation of your pharynx. Some failure related side effects is an ectopic pregnancy. The next category we're going to go into is the barrier method. The barrier method are the condoms, um, diaphragm, cervical cap, sponge, male and female condoms. They are non-hormonal. Um, they actually prevent sperm from entering the uterus. Um, and they are usually used in conjunction with spermicides, which can cause vaginal irritation and urinary tract infections. And recent studies suggest that spermicides and other forms of artificial contraception place men and women at a significantly increased rate risk for contracting HIV and AIDS. So just be aware of that. So some barrier methods that are out there and the, the failure rates and that sort of thing. The cervical cap, 12-month typical failure rate for those that have had children is 30%. For uh, those who have not had children is 16%. Perfect, absolute perfect usage. 12-month uh, failure rate is 20% for those that have had children and 9% for those who have not. And the 12-month discontinuation rate for those that have had children is 58% and 44% for those that have not had children. Related side effects of the cervical cap. Um, vaginal bacteria infections, odor, discharge, local irritation, um, latex irritation, toxic, risk for toxic shock syndrome, and increased incidence for abnormal pap smears after three months of use. Spermicides have a 28% uh, 12 month failure rate, 18% with perfect use, and 12 month discontinuation rate of 58%. Female condom, 21% at 12 month. Uh, Typical use five months at perfect use or 5% at typical perfect use. And then the male condom, the vaginal sponge and the diaphragm, um, they all have 12 to 18% typical failure rate after 12 months. The male condom is at 2% with hundred percent perfect usage, 9% for the vaginal sponge and 6% at the diaphragm. Some contraceptive side effects include re allergic reactions to latex again. Um, yeast infections, urinary tract and vaginal infections, vaginal odors, um, the male condom, male inability to maintain your erection, repeated urinary tract. So it's, those are some barrier methods. There is the sterilization option um, that can be reversed. The typical 12-month failure rate is 0.5% for female sterilization, the tube uh, ligation, and the male sterilization is the vasectomy. 
which has a typical failure rate of 0.15 and the perfect of 0.1. And the 12-month discontinuation, I mean, once it's done, it's usually done. There is the possibility of reversal. With the female reversal, successful reversal happens in 30 to 80% of individuals and successful pregnancy post-reversal is about 50%. Reversal-related effects um, for male sterilization successful pregnancy post-reversal is 30 to 60%. So there is the possibility of reversal and potential for pregnancy if these happen. Then we go into the non-hormonal, non-barrier, and um, these are the fertility fertility awareness, family planning, natural family planning. Uh, there are quite a few. There are no side effects for these. There are a few, though, that require a regular cycle to really track. There's the calendar method. Uh, has a typical failure rate of 25%. Perfect is 0.1 to 9%. 54% discontinue after 12 months because it is uh, rather um, tedious. Cervical mucus um, up to a 22% failure rate, typical failure rate. Um, perfect is 3.5%. Again, a high 12-month discontinuation rate of 47.3. Symptothermal is the basal body temperature. 2.2 um, to 20% typical failure rate after over 12 months. Followed perfectly, 0.4% failure rate. 12-month discontinuation rate of 63%. That is a very time-consuming. You have to be accurate. Same time, every single day, whether you're traveling or not. It is a very... Um, time-consuming, kind of sometimes tedious task with the sympothermal. I, the, the one that I do, the fertility education and met, uh, medical management one that I do is, has a prevention rate or failure rate of two to 7%. It goes into cervical mucus. It goes into luteinizing hormone. It follows your body and trained accurately. So it does have a failure rate. It is a, it has the same failure rate as the hormonal birth control pill. So those are the different methods of contraception, short-term, long-term, permanent, hormonal, non-hormonal, educational-based, If you are interested in learning some the, the natural fertility awareness, please give me a call right now. Um, I am doing training for my certification, and I am looking for individuals who are looking at learning about their bodies and how to track so that way they can prevent, similar to the hormonal birth control pill, without the hormones. Um, as I said before, knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have about your body, the more you can see if there is a complication. Your period is a vital sign. It tells you what is going on inside of your body every single month. It can tell you if your endocrine system is working correctly, if your reproductive system is working correctly, if your metabolic syndrome, if your metabolic system is working correctly. It can tell you if you have insulin resistance, if your thyroid's going, um, starting to malfunction. It is absolutely amazing what your body can do and what your body is telling you every single month when you allow it to through your ovulation cycle. 
I hope that you found this information valuable. I would love to hear your insights. So with that, I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful day and I will see you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Be Vividus. Please leave that starred rating on whichever platform that you are listening to. The information that I covered today is for informational purposes only. It is not meant to treat, cure, prevent, or diagnose any illness or disease. Please visit your local professional medical provider with any questions or concerns. So until next time, love hard, laugh often, and as always, be vividus. Thank you.